Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on The Breakfast Huddle. Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. And time now for The Bigger Picture. Markets ended higher overnight off the back of some really strong earnings from FB and Tesla. We've been following that all morning. And I understand, Ryan, it will be a blockbuster week this week. There's more to come. More than a thousand US companies reporting. It's going to be a busy week for those watching the earnings season. And against that backdrop, we've also got to watch what's happening in China. You've got the Evergrande thing playing out. You've got bond payment deadline once again on Thursday. You've got also what's happening over the weekend, Japanese elections, and of course next week you've got the FOMC meeting as well. So quite a lot to look forward to to get a bigger picture. We've got Jeff Holly. He is the senior market analyst at Oanda. Morning, Jeff. How are you doing today? Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me along. Hey, it's awesome to have you on the line. Let's get into the earnings first and start with your favorite company, Facebook. <laughs> it actually reported mixed third quarter earnings, and of course it comes with a lot of baggage. You've got the document dump really painting quite a bleak picture of how corporate governance is being handled in Facebook. What do you make of it? It seems to be pushing higher despite all these worries. Yeah, I think in the end, money talks and uh, Facebook came in at just under $31 billion for the quarterly revenue. And funnily enough, they actually gave a rather cloudy outlook going forward as well because of the same reasons that Snap did with the uncertainty around the the Apple privacy rules, etc. And we may see Alphabet later on today mentioning the same thing. But it seemed to matter not. It was just one of those days where investors wanted to buy everything and technology in general outperformed, obviously led by, I guess you could say, Tesla as well. I mean, the Nasdaq was the best performer overnight. So I guess as long as that money keeps rolling in, investors will look over, will be able to look over some of the other less savoury aspects of those businesses. Yeah, that's a very interesting observation, Jeff. So you pointed out how the Nasdaq was the outperformer. So tech actually did well overnight. And I'm just wondering, right, you've got headwinds aplenty, supply chain shortages, bottlenecks, chip shortages. And of course, if you look at what's the survey from Bank of America is saying, you've got a lot of people crowding the tech space in terms of buying long in the tech stocks. What's your take on what investors should be doing? Should they be selling into the ready and rotating right now? Well, I think actually the more sort of what I would call growth orientated or legacy sides of the equation are going to do better and later into the quarter four. I'm talking about stuff that people need to buy and consume no matter what the economy is doing. Your utilities, electricity, food, water, uh, that, that side of the equation. I do believe that uh, when we have the FOMC meeting next week, mm. we're going to see the announcement of the Fed taper and the reality that interest rates have now hit their absolute lows that they're going to in the US will sink in more and we're going to see bond yields move higher in Q4 that will raise the dollar and probably be a headwind for tech stocks because technology stocks are a lot more sensitive to the trajectory of US rates because they have such rich valuations. Yeah, that FOMC meeting next week will be one to watch to see how that might move expectations around rates and in turn growth stocks in general. And of course, coming up um, in the coming days, you've got China's central 
committee meeting actually next week. Um, they are going to be meeting to talk about what policy changes might meet, need to be done. And of course, in the backdrop, we've got them talking about expanding property taxes in China. And of course, Evergrande has another bond payment happening there. What's your take on investing in China right now? I believe that there's a lot of risk around investing in China. Now, I know, again, as I alluded to before, money talks and people will just want to buy the dip. But there's definitely a policy change in the wind with this shared prosperity policy. And that policy isn't just going to be a three-month policy. It's going to be a multi-year policy. And so I do believe that China stocks will fall to a level where their price offsets the regulatory risks of doing business in that country. But I don't think we've got there yet. So I'm mm. approaching Chinese stocks, mainland stocks, with caution. Yeah, also to watch in China how lockdowns are still underway because of a outbreak of COVID-19. So something to look out for in China. And talking about things to look out for, over the weekend, we are getting the Japanese elections. And of course... In the coming days, the Bank of Japan will be in action. What are we looking out for here, Jeff? Any potential market catalysts? I don't think there will be a lot of news out of the Bank of Japan meeting. I, I believe they won't want to rock the boat before the election. There's going to be any policy initiatives that are going to come after the new lower house and the new prime minister are installed after next week. So I think that one will be a bit of a non-event this week. The election itself will only be a surprise if the LDP doesn't actually manage to gain a majority in the lower house, and that would be a massive surprise. Would be a short-term negative for the Japanese yen, be sure, but I think that's a very unlikely occurrence. All right, I've been chairing Jeff Holly. He is the senior market analyst at Owendo, helping us to break down the latest earnings picture as well as what's happening on the calendar. We've got, of course, the Japanese elections over the weekend and also the China's Central Committee meeting the week after. So something to look out for in the coming days. Jeff, thanks as always for your time. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me along, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.